Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side. Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK Show. A great way to start 2023 and a cracking New Year's Day battle against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders came with an ambitious game plan and made a load of big plays against an uncharacteristically generous Niners defense. But the Brock Express cannot be stopped. And supported by some chunk runs from CMC and good performances across the offense, the Niners started the year with a tough 37-34 to overtime victory, just like all our bold predictions said it would be. Uh, I'm Gareth Ellis, and it's a happy new year to Paul Hope. Hi, Gareth. Thanks for having me again, buddy. Good to see you. Happy new year, Naji. Happy new year, everyone. Hello. Happy new year to Nick Ludden. Happy new year, guys. Thanks for having me back. And last but not least, Happy New Year, Lee Gowland. Happy New Year, Gareth. Happy New Year. So, I think you, uh, I think, I think you called Paul a fair guard there. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I don't normally get asked first. I was like, oh, thanks, yeah. Gareth. I appreciate that, buddy. New, New Year. Victory Monday. Woo, I'll ask you first then. Uh, so, simple question. Did you enjoy the game? I did enjoy the game thoroughly. So, I was joined by Connor Ryan. Um, we didn't put a photograph on because I know Nadji's been accused of jinxing Robbie Gold. And at the time, we were two and two in games we've watched together. So we decided to keep it hush hush. But we're three and two now, so I can tell the world. But we enjoyed it, Gareth. We were only slightly worried when Robbie Gold missed the kick. But other than that, it was a typical NFL game for me. It was the emotional roller coaster for some because I dipped in and out of the Discord group chat. And to some people, the world was ending. But to me, thoroughly enjoyed it and I did say the Niners would score 37 points Alex Simpson I just didn't see the Raiders scoring 34 points unfortunately and Lee uh, you uh, enjoy the uh, start to the year yeah I thought it was a good game to watch uh, definitely for the neutral it was a good game to watch a little bit worrying in case uh, it ended the wrong way but uh, watching the game you wouldn't believe the Raiders are where they are the, the football they played Stidham looked really be. good. That's the point. There shouldn't um, be. That's, that's the point. Isn't it? And I mean, potentially the Raiders have just found their Brock Purdy. Maybe. Mm, yeah. Um, I thought. It was, yeah, I thought it was a really interesting game okay. to watch, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. Nagy. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good NFL game. Um, yeah, too close for us uh, to you know to enjoy thoroughly, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good reminder what the NFL is like. Very small margin. We say a week in, week out, and this is what we mean. You know, a play goes one way and not the other, and all of a sudden the score looks very different. And I think if you look at, you know, last week against the Commanders, we could have had a game exactly like it if a couple of plays go their way instead of instead of our way. And then they had plays that go a bit lucky. I think we, we'll talk about Adam's catch, no catch, whatever. Um, there's a couple more. I think I think they got a bit lucky, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. But it was I think as a neutral, as Lee said, probably probably one of the best game of the week. Did you get to enjoy both halves of the game, Nick? I did. I actually uh, I left the uh, the old adulting beverages aside for once, but um, no, I, I enjoyed the result. Um, my blood pressure says something very very different, but uh, I think we've just gotten too used to being away and you know games being done halfway through the fourth quarter we we and that was very much like you all said back to the norm of what professional sport can be like 
Mm. I, I, mean, I actually, I actually thought it was a good thing that yeah. it was such a close game. Yeah. Because, like, like you said, Nick, I mean, we, we we've kind of getting used to the fact that we've been blown teams away somewhat, and I think that game came at pretty much the right time of the season. It wasn't a mm-hmm. divisional game, so the, the, there's no. It wasn't one of those type of slugfest, but I think it was the right time heading into the playoffs just to give uh, a wake-up call to some of the guys who may be getting a little complacent after an eight-week streak. So, yeah, I, th- I think even though it made us all n- nervous, it did. I mean, let's face it, it made us all nervous. <laughs> I think it was a good thing to happen, and it's great that we got the win. And you yeah. can win ugly, and a lot of Super Bowl-winning teams have won ugly in the past. And that game's gone now. We can forget about that game, and and hopefully, for the rest, for the next uh, what is it, four games, next five games, that's it. Next five games, hundred and ten percent. Don't take your eye off the ball. And yeah, yeah, I think it might have been a good thing. Yeah, we yeah, learn far more than we will. From, uh, sorry, we will learn far more from that result than we ever will to any of the other games. My only concern is how much of the other teams learning from that game as well because have they just given them the blueprint to beat the Niners no I don't think so because the, the Chiefs did uh, week 8 or 7 whatever we played them uh, you know and the people have been trying and not replicating but yeah to me it, it's not a Niners season if the last game of the season isn't massive and it's probably going to come down to the last play against the Cardinals to clinch number one seed or not. Or, you know, it, it wouldn't be Niners if, if it was just easy cruising all the way. Um, even though I've been calling it for a couple of years now on this podcast, uh, I think, you know, five, six games in a row that were easy. It was bound to bite us back at some point in, in a fashion. <laughs> um, now, in terms of blueprint, and we can talk about the game. I think if you, I don't know, I don't want to steal your thunder, Gareth. But do you want, <laughs> were you going to go defense first? I, I was. I was. Uh, I was going to say that uh, clearly, Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs were a little bit put out that we didn't give them much consideration on the preview show. I don't think we really talked about either of them much at all. Um, Simple question for you then, Naji. Why couldn't we stop either of them? Well, I do think we did stop Josh Jacob in some kind of fashion. 4.1 yard per carry isn't that. I mean, it's good. It's on a good side of what you want, obviously. It's about 3.3. But but he didn't have a monster game, which he has been doing. The guy's at 2,000 yard scrimmage through the season. So... He's, uh, you know, up there in terms of offensive power. I think we just had a, a wrong game plan. We tried to stop him, and uh, we didn't see Jared Stidham being able to fling the ball the way he did to Davante Adams. And and we played the run a little bit too much, and we got caught with, with our pants down, essentially, uh, being way too aggressive on the run and, and forgetting that Davante Adams is very special. And there's a reason why... Um, he was so successful in Green Bay. It wasn't just Rogers. Uh, it was those two guys. And, and the reason why the, the Raiders made the trade to, to get him is very, very good. Although I would say he got very lucky uh, yesterday. I think his second touchdown, the one you know, with Mooney Ward on him, I think if, if Mooney Ward doesn't jump five seconds too early, <laughs> I think he gets down. And then the the big catch at the end, I don't think was a catch. Uh, it was very quick review as well. I don't really understand. So um, bias is really hard to go around, but I didn't see it. I thought the ball moved and then his arm moved and then, yeah, anyway. But yeah, in terms of scheming defense, I think we just 
you know, we tried to stop Josh Jacob early on and then stayed him out of the game. Um, <laughs> can't deny that. Um, we weren't expecting that. Dared him to throw, and they did it. So sometimes it happens. But I do think we adjusted really well. So Lee, can to weigh in? Yeah, I, I am. I'm going to weigh in on the, uh, the whole catch and review. Um, I completely agree with the refereeing as far as the um, the tools they have. I, I didn't see the ball move, um, and even though it was obvious to everybody because of uh, because of anatomy and the where where the ball was, that ball was definitely on the ground. You could not see the ball touch the ground. You couldn't see. Well, I mean... so, so you can't guarantee that part of his arm was not under that ball. And well, I think the way his arm that, looked, it, it it didn't look like the his arm was on. That's why I was. It didn't look like his arm were under the ball. And then he readjusts them as he's starting to roll over. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. We won the game. I, <laughs> I mean, when I saw the replay, I had more from Packers fans last night. Lee suddenly loving Devante Adams, and I've heard all season. <laughs> and I was adamant that that was not a catch. And one of my mates yeah. was Rogers more than the Packers. You could tell he was an Adam Super fan. He was like in the group chat catch and I was like you've got to at least have a look at it but I agree with what you and Nadia were saying like it was difficult to see yeah. it come back and let's so, face it so it made it exciting I think it would have been had it been called incomplete in the first place and they would have had a look at it it would have stayed incomplete I think Completely I think different. it was that close to be yeah. no enough evidence Completely the camera different. angles were terrible I don't really understand how in a brand new 16 billion dollar stadium we don't get better camera angles than that but whatever yeah so I mean that that call aside, what was worrying was how many times there was a wide open receiver, um, and I don't think it's necessarily a case of the Raiders have shown everybody how to beat us, because I don't think the Raiders did beat us. I think we beat ourselves at times. Um, sloppy player, not doing the job, um, confusion in in the secondary. I, I don't think it was a masterclass by the Raiders by any any amount. Um, I think it's just an off game. I honestly do, which is why I was saying at the start. I think it's good to have that type of game now and then get everybody refocused because you saw what happened after the Chiefs game. I mean, there, there was two things. After the Chiefs game, I mean, obviously CMC, but obviously the defence stepped up as well because the defence was, they had the pants taken down against the Chiefs. Didn't happen yeah. again all season until pretty much last night. And then last night it was a little bit worrying to see. But again, it's just going to refocus them at the right time going into what is going to be a very difficult postseason stretch because there are some good teams out there. I mean, we are the best. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that down straight away. We are the best, but it does. It's going to refocus the team. I think it was a good a good thing that we got the win and um, we were able to come away and think, well, what happened there? Because obviously something went wrong and it went wrong at multiple different levels. I think sometimes, Lee, you've, you've hit the nail on the head, buddy. Great players have bad games sometimes. And what I'm smiling for, and I'm sure Nadji's on the same page, we won the game, Victory Monday. For those of you listening who watch college football, there's no style points. Victory Monday, we won the game 37-34. And when you were talking earlier, Nadji, about Josh Jacobs, I heard a stat right towards the end. I think we'd allowed the most rushing yards before last night's game was 59 yards to one person. And I think Jacobs got, was it 69 in total? So it wasn't exactly a monster game, given, I mean, Gareth, you're right. We didn't give Mr. Adams the love before. So who knew that the Raiders would be listening? Because, I mean, Devontae Adams was the difference, wasn't he, really? I mean, seven receptions, 153 yards, two touchdowns. But I said, 
in the new feature that Eric dropped in the chat, Lee, where Eric's doing the instant reaction and people were talking about it. And I was like, Ryan's defense is bend but not break. So Nick said at the start, is the blueprint out there? Last night, I was thinking, this is what we've done all season. We've let them get the big chunks. And then that goal line stand, that showed me, yeah, the defense is keyed in. But before we move on, and you I had to get that in there, Nadji. Well documented that we love Fred Warner on this show, but he didn't have a great game last night, Nadji. And that penalty when he pulled the face mask. No, I'm not having that. That one is pure, uh, pure unluck. It happens. It's happened to me loads. You just go for a tackle, you put your hand out, and you end up grabbing a face cage. These guys are playing so fast. Anybody who's ever, ever played the game, it's happened to. I can guarantee you. There's no malice. There's no anything. It just happens. Uh, I'm not. This one is just. Uh, I was just meaning by said, his own high standards. I mean, I, I'm yeah, using but that like, as an example you, that if that you comes can't, back... It, well, no, that's just like, it doesn't matter. The other one in the end zone is a bit more... He was beat and he should have been better um, on the, just on the uh, just before the, the end of the game. Um, no, he didn't play that well, but he still played well enough uh, for me. But yeah, no, the first guy, I, I just don't have a problem at all with it. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there, I've done, like, I've done it yeah. like four or five times in my career. It's, it happens. The, the speed of that play, it was it was going so quick yeah. when he reached out. It, it was hard not to not to take his hand away as soon as it hit the face yeah, mask. And, and obviously, he's going that quick. Your, your fingers are generally going to get caught in that face mask, yeah. and then there you go. Um, I don't uh, think there's any malice in it whatsoever. I think no, he's, speed of it. He's, he's actually very lucky he, he didn't yeah. he didn't break anything yeah. at the speed that went up, and it's easy to twist a finger in there and break yeah. something. Um, no, I don't have a problem with that. It's just unfortunate. It would have been a third down, and obviously they scored on the very next play, which is a bit annoying. But this is what I mean. And Nick's been quiet, so I'm going to ask him. But I look at I, look, I, I rewatch the game, and I think there's like four plays on third down and obviously the big catch which wasn't a catch if those don't go their way i actually generally think we win this game 52 whatever we said i generally think it was that close uh, those conversion a very crucial point they got extremely lucky Stedham playing really well uh did you see that did you get worried at any point that are you doubting our defense now nick no, I'm not doubting the defence at all. Uh, I think I said it multiple times on um, on Twitter. I fully expected Ryan's to make the changes that were needed. It was a bit more difficult than um, than we thought it might be. But I th- I th- the one thing I want to take away from it more than anything is that the defence ended the game on a high. It was the defence that ultimately won the game. They yeah. they went. They got the pick with that pressure from Bosa. Brilliant. And that's the bit they need to take away. Okay, yeah, there was all this bad stuff, but they ended it right. So let's just move forward. Let's go. Let's go and sweep the division. And I know Paul, you're saying Adams had a, a monster game. What was it? One fifty-three. But if you take out that sixty-yard, I think we all agree it wasn't a catch. That's ninety yards of offense. That's basically what Cooper Cup did. That's what D Hob did. That's what, That's what Terry McLaurin did. Like we we let people do that. It's not you know it's not like out of the realm of possibility that this would ever happen. Um, and I think just you know these two plays, as I said, the touchdown Mooney Ward jumping too early, and that no catch. You take that away, and he has a you know a ninety yard one touchdown um, game, and then we're happy with it. You know. Um, but as I said, like the, the NFL is such, such such small margin. 
that play going your way or the other way uh, and it's a different ball game and yeah, up against the commanders i think you know if if uh, Heineke doesn't throw the pick, Jordan Willis, the game could be totally different if they go down the field and score on that drive. So, you know, it, I don't think it was that close. I mean, it was, obviously, but it could have been. We we should have won easily. I think we got unlucky, and they got very lucky. Well, the reason um, I mentioned the penalty, sorry, Gareth, the reason I was going with the way I was going, Nadji, because people were panicking, 14 points, it cost us. And I wasn't trying to yeah. say Fred Warner was malice with it. I actually was defending Fred on Twitter last night. I had some non-49er fans saying we're dirty, the, you know, look at the plate hits. And I was like, you just winded me up. That wasn't, like you said, the speed, he reached his hand out. I think it was just frustrating because that would have yeah. been a play which, like you said, it would have been three and out. And I say a monster game from Adams, it was 153 yards. But like you said, it wasn't like, I wasn't sat at home thinking, oh my God, every time Adams gets the ball. But I'm glad Nick mentioned Borsa because, again, Nadji, you get the credit. You called for Borsa to make a difference. And by his own standards, it was quiet until it, it mattered was. the most. And then that yeah. moment for me, that for me solidifies defensive player oh, of the yeah. year. Yeah, and yeah. I was glad 100%. Nick mentioned that. I've been waiting for someone to mention Borsa because for me, that was the moment. And like you said, Nick, when that ball went in the air, every single one of us, Lee, was like Drake Jackson. We were like, it's in the air, it's in the air. When, you know, he caught the ball. And then the one to Gibson, I've, I haven't seen the game back, Nadja. I've seen the highlights. But when Borsa hits him and the ball comes out and he turns, Borsa's like that. And the way Gibson just pulls it in, like you said, Nick, it won the game. And we wanted to see whether Brock Express could hit any bumps in the road and continue. And boy, oh boy, Nadji, your boy showed last night the Brock Express. I think he's made a convert. He was Nick. Nick sent me a yeah, message yeah. before we came live. So, come on, Nick. Tell the chaps what you sent me on Messenger. Right. So, yeah, I am now... I, I'm now G's co-conductor on this train. <laughs> Without Fair a shadow enough. of a doubt. Um, last night proved to me how good Brock really can be. Um, I, I, I thought he really grew up as uh, an NFL quarterback in the space of one game. Everything was going well. He's throwing out the passes. He's keeping the train going. We're keeping up with the, the Raiders. Then we have a few drive stalls. We end up with a couple that only get we only get field goals out of. But the Raiders, they don't go away. They're sticking with it. And they end up taking the lead into the half. I think in the second half, Brock Purdy reverted back to Iowa Cyclones. Brock Purdy thinking, I've got to win this now. This is on me. I am the man. And he forced a few passes that weren't the best. He missed a few reads. There was a couple that he should have thrown to very different players and there'd have been very different outcomes. Some extra points on the board. But then coming into the fourth quarter, I thought he calmed down. I think something clicked in his mind that just went, well, I, I don't have to be the man. I've got Christian McCaffrey making angry runs. I've got Brandon Ayuk taking the ball by the horns and moving forward. I just have to get these guys the ball. I'm, this isn't Iowa Cyclones football anymore. I don't have to be the big boy. I can let these other guys do it. I've got superstars around me. And that was the big thing for me. He still kept going. And obviously, yeah, perfect. That's, I'm happy with it. <laughs> Lee, are you uh, joining the uh, conductors? The uh, ever growing list of assistant conductors. I, I was just trying to find the soundboard. It, 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 <laughs> I'd lost it between all the videos, uh, all, the, all the windows. Um, yeah, so I, I thought at times, 
I think Nick's absolutely nailed that description of Brock Purdy's play last night. There was a couple of throws which uh, Nick is saying he, he kind of forced it, and uh, I, w- I would have used a different term. I, I would have used uh, a little bit of Jimmy in him because that's what it looked like. There, there, there was a couple of ways he was lucky that it wasn't intercepted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, does, he, he just looks so good. Um, he does. Yeah, and we, we still at the point where we're thinking, is he going to have one of these garbage games? I mean, um, it will eventually. Eventually. Well, well, yeah, eventually. Uh, let's hope that's pre-season next year. That might be it, yeah. Um, yeah, it could be it. You're right, it could be it. Because he did, he just looked excellent. He looks composed all the time. Um, nothing seemed to worry him. You, you saw him on the sidelines. And his whole demeanour felt right. Yeah. It, it was confident, but he knew... He was thinking to himself, right, I, I need to do a little bit better here, there, and everywhere um, to, to get this game moving. He didn't panic at all. Uh, and while he was out there, he's still hitting open receivers. Yeah, yes, he did miss some open receivers and went for somebody else. Um, but overall, he does give you that confidence. And I think that's rubbing off on the team, definitely. And um, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> he he might be for real. He might yeah. be for real, which I think has is, is probably shocked all of us, shocked the whole fan base. Um, I'm I'm not going to say he's going to be number one next year. I, I think I, I think quite rightly that Trey Lance will get an opportunity to compete for the job. Whether or not he wins that job is a different matter, but we definitely are going. We're definitely not going to jettison Trey. But I, I don't think it's a given that well, even if we even if we win the Super Bowl with Purdy, I don't think it's a hundred percent set that Purdy will be the starting QB next year. I don't want to get into this now. We've got no, plenty of time to talk about it. <laughs> exactly. Mark, we're we're into it. I know. I know where that, I'm going to go. That's a whole new episode. Yeah, we, we've I got six wanted... months to talk about it when nothing is happening. I just wanted to say, Gareth, I was all in on Purdy after the Miami game. Nadji and Lee were sold earlier than me, and after the Miami game, when he showed some of the stuff that I was looking for. But Alex Simpson had his notepad last night, gents, and I'm waiting for the post because we all made some bold predictions, and now I said. Brock would have a game for the ages, Gareth. But you could look at that interpretation. For me, he did have a game for the ages. He bounced back. He bounced back from a couple of throws, like you chaps have said. The interception, we've seen Jimmy throw them. But, I mean, the Brock Express. No, we've never seen Jimmy throw that kind of pick. Uh, I'm going to stop you there. Um, I don't have a problem (laughs) with that pick. I really don't have a problem with that pick. I kind of want to hear Gareth about about Brock because you're the host, you don't speak that much, and we've been rambling for the past six <laughs> six games about him. I want to I want to know what you think about. Him. Yeah, you I know, I know, but <laughs> it is. What do you before I start waxing lyrical about him? What do you What did you make of him? He's just so impressive. That's that's the only word I could just keep coming back to when he just goes through some of these plays uh, and his his evasion, the rolling out. And it's, I think it was third and four or something, and he just took Kittle for the four yards um, to get the f- uh, first down. Just those sort of little decisions that he just operates the offense at, uh, at at a level that we've only sometimes seen 
from Jimmy consistently through all four quarters. And I think that's one thing you can hardly point at, at Brock having like a bad quarter or a bad half. He's just consistently, there's a bad throw here and there. There's obviously, there's a mistake, but he just operates at this level. And we thought, well, there's going to be a challenge if he has to play from behind. And he didn't change It's 10 points behind. And he just continued to operate at that, at that level. I think you're right. He did perhaps force some passes, but I do wonder whether Shanahan has given him license to and say, this guy, ultimately, this game doesn't matter. I want you to grow a little bit as a quarterback. We've seen what you can do. We need to know where your comfort, the edge of your kind of comfort zone is, so I know what plays to dial up. So I, I think Shanahan had given him license to be a bit more ambitious. And, and obviously, trailing uh, third quarter by 10 points, you're, you're going to need to sling the ball a little bit. And he just seems unfazed by it all. Uh, we're just we're just going to have to see how this continues through the uh, however many games are left for the rest of the season. A few, I, um, I think we definitely found where the uh, the edge of the comfort zone was for the fan base last night. <laughs> yeah, <that's very laughs> because true. there was definitely some premature, premature. Um, what's the word? Hot takes. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Hot takes are dangerous, um, except when it's about Brock. Week two preseason, I called it. I knew it was good, kind of. Well, he sh- <laughs> shined when the lights were brightest last night, Nadji. You know, he led the Raiders. Yeah, no, I, uh, He brought the team back, so that's what people were asking he's, for. He's so impressive. He's cool. He's just... And this I've noticed something when I was watching the game as well, which is not something we had when Jimmy was in the game, is... With Jimmy, I was, we were always expecting the next play to be the mistake that would lead us to lose the game. With Brock, I'm expecting the next play to be the touchdown that's going to win us the game. And it can be on any play. Every time he's in the game, I'm thinking, oh, this one could be a touchdown, wherever on the field, almost, because he does have uh, a bit of range problem, which I'm sure he can work on in the offseason and, and get better out. Um, but like, Anywhere we are on the field, especially with the weapons that we have, I know that he can deliver the, the right pass at the right time to score us a 71-yard touchdown or, or whatever touchdown it is. And that's just, it changes the way the whole offense plays and the whole defense plays as well because the defense can take a little bit more risk because they know the, the offense isn't going to stall free and out or throw a pick in our own 20 and then we're back down and, and we're 14 points down. Uh, th- that ability to call everybody by just the way you play, which is what the Jets, if, if people are following the rest of the NFL, really needed. They've got a really good defense. They've got good weapons. They've got everything. And the quarterback couldn't get it together. And then everybody had to try and do more to palliate this. And it never really happened. And that's what the Jets are eliminated and we're not. And uh, yeah, this ability that he has to just score anywhere on the field, I, I'm going to say again, it's like Pat Mahomes. He's not on the core of the same skill level that Pat Mahomes are as a, as a physical ability. The things that Pat Mahomes can do that are just out of this world. But he's done it again. The touchdown to Josh Kittle is an incredible play. It's insane. If Palma Holmes does this or, or Josh Allen does this, again, it's on every highlight ever. And he barely gets a mention. Oh, yeah, it was a good throw. It's an amazing throw. He throws it over like four people at the back of the end zone, rolling to his left. It's it, Every week he has one play. You just look at it and you're like, wow, this is insane. I, I don't, yeah. yeah we'll I, talk I, about I Trey. And... I, th- I think you need to start watching Good Morning Football a little bit more because they are talking about... Oh, they are finally, right. I don't really thing. watch it. I don't. I, yeah. I don't think it's as good as it used to be. Um, 
but yeah um yeah i think people will have to take notice i'm going to say now is it should be the rookie of the year uh, the offensive rookie of the year i don't see who else could have it i don't well, i don't care to back your claim up there Nadji, and i think you took out of context what i meant when i said jimmy with an interception we all groaned and we all wondered where it would go and you're right brock dusts it yeah. off but you look at his numbers so yeah once the 49ers faced a double digit deficit he was 13 for 23 236 yards 10.2 yards an attempt and then when the score was tied at 27 each with less than five minutes remaining chaps six for 10 118 yards 11.8 yards and if robbie kicks that one over nadji we're looking at that drive thinking oh my god that drive was so commending that drive was insane and you know the nfl they always say oh the comeback drive and they've got this start to qb winning games in the last drive and this one would have counted because because uh, uh, oh, we were tight, so he would have counted, I guess. Um, and yeah, it was just it's, everything he does is just it's just amazing out here. And uh, the, yeah, the, to come back to the pick, I don't have a problem. It's a fifty ball, fifty fifty ball with Josh, and he did say during his press conference he didn't see the corner because the corner was supposed to be playing on the other side, and he just bailed and had a great read on it. But I want to put this one on George. 50-50 against a corner. You're one of the biggest tight ends in the league. You should win that. I, or at the very least, bat it down so that he doesn't get it. Um, so I don't really have a problem with it. It's essentially a bad punt. <laughs> um, but, you know, if George comes down with it, we're all ecstatic about it. It's a hard throw. He's throwing across his body to the other side of the field. Um, should have be put more on it? For sure, I think you know if it's Josh Allen, that probably ends up in the end zone as a touchdown. But you know, I don't have a problem with it. Well, for Anybody everybody on the Brock Express, we were. Go on, Paul. All I was going to say, Gareth, was everybody on board the Brock Express was not worried. Oh yeah. So just jump on board with the Brock Express. Just jump me on. and Lee have to collect the tickets because every other job's gone. <laughs> so me and Lee are in charge of the tickets. Nick <laughs> and Nadji driving it. I'm not sure your job yet, Gareth, but. Um, <laughs> You know, get your 13 jersey and jump aboard because we weren't worried. That's all I wanted to say, Gareth. Sorry, buddy. Uh, there were some good uh, performances by some in the support cast. CMC, obviously, we could just talk about him, I think, for another uh, whole episode if we wanted to. But uh, a few other names. Yeah. Jordan Mason, first TD, as called by me. Yeah, finally. Uh, nice ball prediction, Gareth. Davis Price also getting carries. Ray Ray McLeod with a couple of big plays. Juwan Jennings. With a couple of big catches. Yeah. Uh, we've got quite an offense, haven't we? Yeah, we do. We really do. And I, and I think, again, sorry, Lee, Brock is enabling everyone to be good. I, I think that's something that maybe Jimmy couldn't do. But he's, he's not afraid to just... Uh, and, and heavily featured CMC in the first half. But then we had to go some other places. And then Brock was able to get it to, uh, to Ray Ray or, you know, to... To Jennings when he needs to. Um, yeah, I, we have a very scary offense, and Debo's coming back, and Mitchell's coming back. Both Don't go forgetting Danny Brunskill. Oh yeah, no, we, we're going to talk about all line because they were awesome. Go on. Yeah, I, I think one of our weapons needs to have a considerably better game than what he had last night because I thought George Kittle was quite poor last night. Yeah, he was. I, I, I didn't well, think he was great at all. Um, he, he, he had some. Two yeah, he had the, some moments, was, but yeah. yeah. He dropped yeah, one in the end zone, pretty much. I think it would have rolled in the end zone if he catched that. There were there were more than a few drops. I think there were probably four. Yeah, there was. I think Ayuk, Jennings, Kittle, and CMC. I think yeah. all had tricky balls, but ones they would uh, usually be expected to catch. 
Ja, det var en CMC skulle kodda i hade en drop där. They need to stop catching with their body like this. They need to catch with their hand. I don't get it. Catch with your hand, people. Not with your body. Who else on the offense? Nick, Paul, pick a name. Oh, line. Oh, line. Okay, or we can go straight to to the O-line. Yeah, I think they are part of the offense, technically. Yeah, they are. Important. Because... Because Nick's already mentioned his name, but uh, Daniel Brunskill came in and he was absolutely excellent. And it's good to know that we've got such good depth on the O-line that uh, when one of our players does get injured, that somebody can come in and step up. Um, I think I think over the, over the season, Daniel Brunskill has come in for a fair share of criticism, which, which was earned, it, it was deserved. But when he came in last night, he did, he looked excellent. And he had this perfectly timed block on a CMC run. Yeah, it was absolutely yeah. fantastic. I, th- I thought CMC was going to have to uh, vault over him on the way down. And then it followed a very another good good part of that play where CMC just took the life out of one of the Raiders' defenders. And it, you would have thought, you would have thought the Raiders' defender just ran into a brick wall the way he went back. Um, and that all started with this perfectly timed block from Daniel Brunskill. And I, I think it's... It's good that he can just step in and play pretty much any position that we ask him to play, because he has played across the line pretty much all season now. I think the only place he hasn't played is left tackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I think he's he might have to slot in for the rest of the season. Uh, apparently, Banks is a bit of a bad news. Uh, looks like an MCL sprain, so that might take him out. Um, you know, four six weeks, something like that. If it's a high sprain, it'll be higher, six to eight weeks. Um, we'll see. It might be a very low sprain, and he'll be back in two weeks. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, he might have to slot in and play there. Uh, but he played really, really well. Wow, that block—it's <laughs> like the Fred tackle version of of pancaking somebody. That's, that's a great block. Um, and then McGlinchey had a great game again. Max Crosby is supposed to be a this DPOI conversation yep. guy. Zero sack. Max mm-hmm. Crosby. I don't know if you heard of this guy. Very I good defensive end. Back pocket, wasn't he? I think. He had, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Having to take him out. <laughs> yeah, hasn't even Sh- Sh- Shanahan's come out and said Max. He thinks Max Crosby's the second best defensive player in the league. Yeah. After. Yeah, after Nick Bosa. I'm glad you give McGlinchey some love, Nadja. I mean, the offensive yeah. line at the start of the season, chaps. A lot of people were worried last night. No sacks on Purdy. Yeah, he faced a bit of pressure, but they were creating those running like running lanes like CMC. Like you said, oh Gary. Oh my God! What? Pops, Let's see. What a trade! You just look back at that trade; it gets better and better every game. But yeah, the offensive line for me set the tone, and I'm glad McGlinchey had a good game because I think we've been quite critical of him on this show, rightly so at times. But Max Crosby isn't exactly someone to be sniffed at. But yeah, the offensive line was great for me last night, Gareth. Gutted about Banks Nadji. I've seen that before we come on with the MCL, but that's that's the danger. Of the game. NFL. Is, is there game. any news on Greenlaw? He's having an MRI for his back. Apparently, it's a back injury. But I saw him running around the sideline. I think they're being very cautious with him, yeah. obviously, because he's that good. Um, but yeah, when when we were driving down uh, in the fourth quarter, I saw him doing sprint on the sideline. So I think he might just maybe mix next week. And we'll, we'll see. I don't want to be a, a doctor from, from internet. I have no idea. But what I saw during the game was... Pretty. Good. I mean, he ran out of the pitch. Then he stood up, ran out of the pitch. So we'll see. But, yeah. 
So uh, a good weekend to start the year. Um, it's also a weekend that saw both the Vikings and the Eagles lose. Imagine, Add one more point because uh, we, I, I wanted to talk about him. Uh, I want to talk about Demo, Demo Lenore. I think um, he was really tested yesterday. And I think this is the first game we're really missing Eman. Because uh, I think had we had Emmanuel Mosley, we might have had a better time defending against uh, Davante Adams. But I will say he was one-on-one -on -one against Adams a few times during the game. And I, I like that the, the the coaching staff let him do that and put him on the spot. I mean, like, here you go, kid. Go and defend maybe the best wide receiver in the league, second best wide receiver in the league. Um, and And I think he kind of held his own for most part, but it is also, I think, quite a lot of work that needs to be done. It's definitely a, a downgrade from Eman, and uh, yeah. So I just wanted to mention it. it. It was kind of good and bad at the same time for him, um, but in a game that doesn't really matter, and we still won. It was good to see. I was worried about his head movement, Naji Lenar. He doesn't seem to get his head round enough, and that's something he's going to develop on, you know, with the risk of penalties, and you're getting at the best business end of the season. And before we move on, Gareth, Hafanga, he did have an up-and-down game, Naji, but for me, he recovered it. He's just like you said, Naji, he's a, he's, he's a playmaker that's aggressive, and I think the Raiders used his aggressiveness against him, but I think he adjusted well as the game went on, but by his high and your high standards, it wasn't his greatest game. But... We won the game, everybody. Victory Monday. Yeah. I don't know what the doom and gloom's about. We've got it. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. As Gareth <laughs> said, gloom, yeah. so I good. mean, Grant Cohen went after our performance Who? against the Saints, Gareth. Who's you, you mean Kent? Yeah, Grant we Kent. only beat yeah. the Saints 13 0, but the Saints beat the Eagles last night. So I'm not quite sure yeah, by that so logic. I called it. I said the Eagles would lose. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about because we haven't. Uh, Carl Shanahan, kudos for not punching in with CMC at the end in OT and giving the win to Robbie Gold to get. So he forgets about the mess. And, you know, that's that's good coaching right there. Trust your guy. 26-yard field goal. It's easy. Uh, easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. Um yeah, I, I like the decision now because I was like, all right, we've got CMC, just punch it in and be done with this. No, I really like to give it back to Robbie Gold. It's no, good. That, that, that then was he... the perfect opportunity for Mitch Wisnowski to fit the <laughs> hole and run into a touchdown <laughs> and at least get one <laughs> of our ball. Even though that was a tongue-in-cheek one, I'd have liked to have seen that one work. <laughs> yeah, that would, have been, that would have been good. You've got to also give Shanahan the credit, Najee, for putting the ball in the hands on that final drive like we touched upon earlier. We kept passing. And for me, it shows the confidence he has in Purdy. But yeah, yeah. Lee, to be honest, buddy, if that ball prediction paid off, Alex Simpson would have to turn <laughs> his fan card because there's no point in calling anything out <laughs> if you got that one right, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that one was tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. The it's most important one, that. Anything else uh, to say on the game before we wrap it up? Yeah, I'm never doing another score prediction ever again for the rest of my life. Thank you. That's the, that's the closest. I guess the closest anyone's pushed me for a score prediction, and look at what it did. It's all yeah, your fault. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I, I, I don't think many people covered themselves in glory with the score prediction. But did, didn't no. Gareth say thirty-eight twenty-seven, something like that? No, th thirty-one yeah, nine. I think thirty-one. You said fifty-one nine, did you? Thirty-one nine. Thirty-one nine. Yeah. I could have sworn somebody said thirty-seven. 
Paul said for the seven, ten or something like that. Yeah. But Paul, I just didn't see the Raiders getting the rest. <laughs> Paul, the soon-to-be double fantasy champion. Very first time that's happened in the uh, 49th UK leagues. Whoop, whoop. Well done. I hope I haven't jinxed that for you, of course, mate. Oh, you well, still you have to get the points have. tonight. <laughs> definitely. But uh, he, he looks odds-on favourite to win the Champions League. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you very much. Great stuff. Uh, so there we are. The Vikings and Eagles also lost at the weekend. Number one seed is is potentially there for the taking. Uh, only the oh, small yeah. matter of the uh, fading Arizona Cardinals at home. So I think we'll be back later this week to do a preview show. Looking forward to the season finale already. Can't believe uh, 18 weeks have gone by as quickly as they and have. And we need, we need the Giants to do us a favour as well. Come on, New York Giants. You can beat the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not like double to put people... To rest people, I hope they don't. He's do already that. said he's not. He's already yeah. said he's not resting. Any I think. Stars. It, I think it's because it's the Eagles. They're gonna try and ruin their their postseason experience. Yeah, this, so. this is a huge rivalry. This game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. I think is what that's what I called my friend. That's a, a Giants fan. I said to him, the Eagles are gonna play hurt, and he's gonna get hurt again because he's not hundred percent. And then they're gonna lose, and then they're gonna lose again. First game in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. and we agree with that. The uh, the timing of the game uh, is yet to be decided. So it yeah. is possible we'll have that at say six p.m. kickoff, and then maybe the Eagles Giants be later, or possibly a prime time game. Unfortunately, I think we will all play at the same time to avoid yeah. uh, any uh, anything happening. So the the Vikings Eagles us. Cowboys, uh, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's the four games that matter really for the for the spots. We'll play at the same time as well as the Detroit Packers and Seahawks, whoever they're playing, Rams. Uh, that'll be at the same time as well to avoid any calculations and all that kind of stuff. Well, they've just announced the two Saturday games. So the Titans play Jacksonville, and I think the winner of that's in. And the Chiefs play the Raiders on Saturday night. But like you said, Nadji, I think it's all the game. games on Sunday. They're not confirmed yet, Gareth. So we'll be we'll let everybody know by the various social media platforms yeah. that we use. As soon as we do know yourself, what the game is, you'll do yourself a favour and do not watch Kansas City Raiders. That's going to be atrocious. <laughs> Thank you, gents, for joining me, uh, and thanks to everyone Thank that listens to the show. Um, and especially thanks to those that like, subscribe, comment and share our little 49 The Faithful UK show. So we'll be back next week or later in the week to look ahead to that Cardinals game. Until then, Happy New Year again and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Bang, bang, Niners, guy. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted. One and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the side.